What's happened this time? asked Drew with a sigh. He turned towards her and assumed the position. A way too familiar sight during the last five years that he had occupied the desk next to her, always in the direct firing line of her relationship traumas. Arms crossed, he painted his best, you're an idiot for putting up with all this bullshit look on his face, before he glanced down to check his watch. She knew she didn't have long until he pointed out that he had a deadline to meet, so she quickly picked up a phone in order to present him with the facts. I got this text from Alex, ten minutes after he left my flat this morning, she told him as she thrust the phone in his hand. Sorry, Suze, but this isn't working out for me. Let's call it a day whilst we can still be friends and it doesn't get awkward at work. Alex, kiss, kiss. Oh dear, said Drew, not looking the slightest bit surprised or sympathetic. And, and, continued Susie, fighting off hot tears, we had sex before he left. There was an awkward pause as Drew took in the depth of information provided. Finally, he muttered under his breath, Bastard. Then he sighed, unfolded his arms and put his hands on his knees. You can do so much better than him, he offered. Just forget about Alex and have some patience that someone better will come along. I'm thirty-six, Drew. I don't need patience, I need Botox, replied Susie, successfully managing to pull a chunk of blue hair out of the troll's head. And it's all very well for you to say when you're engaged to the love of your life and not walking around with twat magnet tattooed on your forehead like I am. She threw the tortured troll to the floor in fury. Drew started to speak, but she had things to get off her chest that would wait for no one. I've had enough, she interrupted, grabbing another troll off her desk, this one dressed in a football kit. Look at this, she said, holding it up for Drew to see. My first ever true love bought me this when we were fifteen. Then he dumped me in front of all his mates and told me I was boring. She let go of the troll and watched it bounce twice on the desk before it fell to the floor, careering off the partially bald blue-haired troll, loitering next to the rubbish bin. And as for this one, she said, holding up yet another troll, this time with bright yellow hair, this one I found in bed with one of my best friends after we'd been together for ten years. She dispensed with the desk this time, and sent it straight into freefall to join the sorry-looking duo on the floor. And this one, she continued, holding aloft a Spanish guitar-playing troll, well, let's just say his life was a lot more complicated than he led me to believe. She trailed off, unable to look Drew in the eye. Amigo troll landed headfirst on top of footy troll and stayed there as if they were practising position of the fortnight. Those trolls are for every boyfriend you've ever had, asked Drew. And I thought you just had terrible taste in executive toys. They're not for every boyfriend I ever had, she protested. Drew raised his eyebrows. Just the ones I fell in love with. She bit down hard on her lip, willing her eyes not to spill.
They both stared at her broken heart graveyard, grinning gormlessly back up at them from the bed of dull green nylon carpet. Why? asked Drew, shaking his head in disbelief. Susie knew there were no words that could convince the all-too-rational Drew that her cookie collection was anywhere near sane. She sighed and felt her whole body sag as she resigned herself to the fact that she was about to sound exactly like the desperate middle-aged woman she was fast becoming. Because I need something to remind me after twenty long years of dating that there have been at least some moments of love in my life, she said. Drew stared back at her, and she braced herself for an onslaught of meaningless sympathy. She should have known better. But you just said what twats they all were to you, to quote you in your own words, Susie. She looked back down.